This week on Last Week, we've got some PUBG news, a lot of phone news, and a Waluigi movie script. Okay. Okay, so you vote. Very 2015. Bitch, I'm going with you, fuck with. Okay. Niggas want to fight. Okay. I don't want to fuck. Yeah. As a pill popping, you don't have to mean much. Just like PUBG, we're trying to fix our shit. It's last week on the internet. I'm Jake, joined with my my lovely co-host Stefan. How are you this afternoon? I'm doing all right. Trying to uh, hold back my laughter. That was not that was not rehearsed (laughs) in the dress rehearsal. Oh. I think that our listeners know that we do not rehearse. Yeah. <laughs> they know there is no dress rehearsal yeah. ever. Oh, there's no dress rehearsal. We're winging this shit every night, every night. Every night? <laughs> <laughs> like every night, all nights. Um, <laughs> have you been playing any new games? I know you have, because we were playing earlier. Buddy. I Actually, I feel like this uh, this past little stint, well, it's been a couple weeks now, I've probably expanded my uh, my game repertoire by the most i have in recent memory i started oh, wow. playing project cars 2 um i started playing i started forcing you to play grid 2 with me <clears throat> um <laughs> obviously i was already playing paladins we started playing insurgency i'm about to start playing morphe's law i've been playing the field <laughs> got him oh man comedy um <laughs> well you know who's been playing us? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what are your games? Oh, eh, I've been. Uh, uh, I don't really. I've been, I told you. I just. I just goofed it there. I said I've been yeah. playing the field. Got him. Got him. Getting real life. Playing said, mind games. Have you been? Have you played? Heard of this game called IRL? I've been hitting nah, that game pretty hard for the bet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it on Twitch, but I've never played it. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Usually when I see it on Twitch, I use it's like people getting kicked out of gyms. <laughs> or oh, man. being dumb people and walking into poles <laughs> i don't know if you've seen that yeah um, i okay you've already this is welcome welcome to our trigger episode uh <laughs> i was talking to fonza for the show and it's it's i was afraid that he was going to be so triggered during this episode then i hopped over onto twitch for a little little uh look see and uh i don't worry i got myself triggered myself so yeah there you go field trip over to twitch.tv oof field trip (laughs) and i did not get my permission slip signed Um, (laughs) i was not supposed to be there but uh, yeah i i really i don't like those irl twitch streamers they they cause me as you saw and heard earlier great Mm. angst anger i feel like it depends on what's happening in the stream most of the time i also dislike it um but i can think of a couple of cases yeah i can think of a couple of cases where i've gone out of my way to watch a particular streamer who was streaming at irl and i don't mean like on accident like they were oftentimes i feel like oh man like i i don't i don't know like why would you want to watch just someone just fucking twiddling their thumbs out and about like they're not even doing anything a lot of the time yeah it's like for me it's the same like uh i'm sure you've seen that picture it's like a comic and uh it's a dude sitting in his basement and uh like it's a it's a template kind of comic so you've probably seen it 
several different ways but it's a dude sitting in his basement and there's like a window behind him and uh the window is causing a glare on his like monitor and out of the window there's like two girls playing volleyball in the sun and it looks all super nice out there and then in the second panel he gets up and closes the window like closes yeah. the shades so that he can get it. out of his computer yeah, well it's yeah. the same as that except for there's an alternate version of that where instead of um <laughs> closing the shades so he can get on his computer he closes the shades and gets in vr where he's watching two girls play volleyball <laughs> and it's like that that's for me and irl it's like instead of going outside i can watch someone else go outside so Ab- i don't have to <laughs> absolutely disgusting if i feel like i don't want to go outside then i <laughs> definitely don't want to watch someone else go outside and <laughs> vice versa if i want to go outside i'll fucking go outside yeah <laughs> oh, yeah i don't think i have the feeling i'm not familiar with the feeling of wanting to go outside <laughs> So I just watched someone else have that feeling. Well, you know who's going to have plenty of time to go outside now? <laughs> Philip Munich. Because he just got fucking busted on. Canned. He just got dunked on by IGN. <laughs> he, uh, if you don't know who he is, he used to be a writer for IGN and a uh, YouTuber by the name of Boomstick Gaming. They posted a video last week, about two weeks ago, titled ign copied my dead cells review what do i do and so then the video is a side-by-side comparison of his video review which came out before munich's i think that's how i'm saying his name right mucin uh, oops mucin uh <laughs> mucin's video and they are pretty similar did you watch the side the side-by-side comparison or did you watch this yeah. at all yeah i okay. did yeah, so I like, also unfortunately watched how like then people found out other stuff that he so like yes played. that's true. So then people started as they do they people started deep diving into mm-hmm. uh, his past. They started looking at other videos, and he had um, like Kotaku I think was one that they mm-hmm. uh, looked at his review for FIFA 18, and it was very similar to a review that was found in Nintendo Life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then other people were like going through his reviews. So IGN actually was pretty quick on this, and uh, they gave him a zero out of ten and fired his ass. <laughs> you uh, mean a six out of ten? Right. By the way, at IGN, it, oh man, this is like a New York, New York, uh, a New York seven, real world, real world ten. That's like a IGN seven, real world zero. <laughs> <laughs> This game is the worst game I've ever played in my life. I hated it, and I did not. I do not recommend anyone else play it. Seven out of ten. Yeah, <laughs> it is uh, not better than Imagine yeah, Party. Games. It is not better than Imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I I think the best, my favorite part about this story, uh, just overall him doing this plagiarism, is the fact that I felt like the journalistic integrity of like online publications has been in the toilet for the longest. And I'm sure you've also like run across instances where you can find verbatim copy and pasted an article from one website on another website. And it's just like, how did this person get this job? Because they're not like a journalist. They're just copying, pasting someone else's work. And it's like, finally, it took this long for someone to just like get fired over it. Because it seemed like after the, uh, the deep dive happened, a lot of this guy's work was just like not his. Yeah. He, well, like, that's the crazy thing too. He's doing his job. So, <laughs> other also people apparently like they went onto his um, what is that? Oh God, what is that? Uh, LinkedIn. They went into his LinkedIn, mm-hmm. and they found like his resume, and people were like yeah. calling him out because even his resume was like taken from a <laughs> uh, like one of those base yeah. base ones. But- 
like a template. Yeah, like a template. <laughs> Which I feel yeah. like that's not that bad. I don't feel like it's that bad. Either, I think it's kind of funny. Like, yeah, <laughs> in, given the circumstance, it's kind of funny. Yeah. So <laughs> then he also sent out a apology video, which wasn't really is a very been a, much of an apology video. Yeah. He uh, he even called out Kutaku in the video, and he was like, "You can keep looking," because this is I think before he was fired. Yeah. But he, he said, it's like, you can keep looking, Kotaku, and please let me know if you find anything. Which, by the way, their news editor, Jason Schreier, Schreier tried to imply that my FIFA 18 vid- review was also inauthentic by claiming that I copied it from Nintendo Life. And that's just not, so not the case. Mm-hmm. Um, so, here's the thing. It was the case, and you were yeah. plagiarizing. So, it's just like... Um, yeah, he strizanded himself. Yeah. And was just like go look for it it's not there and it's like yes. you're an idiot why did you do this i think it's also just gonna funny. make them look i think it's also yeah exactly i think it's also funny because he was uh he basically just like yeah no i i uh i definitely like i said didn't i definitely didn't uh do it and then like people just like deep dived and mm-hmm. mm. how it's got, also got. funny how um in Part of his review, he said he was quoted as saying that uh, what happened with the Dead Cells review was not at all intentional. And it's like you like copied and or paid. Well, he didn't copy because it because it was a video. He was reading it, so he was like yeah. narrating over. It. I so, just sleep plagiarized that. My bad. Yeah, but it's it. just like you were just reading someone else's words. How is that not intentional? Like yeah. you intentionally found someone else's review and read it. I don't understand. So I think. <laughs> It's interesting because so he obviously very obviously is was plagiarizing, especially with the like the first video that like kind of like s- snowballed it, mm-hmm. the uh, the dead cells. Yeah. Um, but I was reading something and just like yes, so that's very obviously plagiarized. But also video game reviews nowadays are just like so generic mm-hmm. and just like they're just like yeah the art style is like this and this and this that like yeah. oftentimes when you're reading or listening to like an ig interview or some like website like that they're just all so generic and they almost kind of just sound the same they don't use the same I, words yeah i think that's what got him dunked on this one because the boomstick gaming video actually wasn't in my opinion it didn't sound super generic right yeah, yeah, yeah. it sounded like it sounded more sincere yeah and i think that's what what made it so obvious that he uh, had plagiarized it right it was just like hold on like it, it wasn't only the his opinion of the game of course um it was more the fact that like the specific verbiage that was used yeah. in the dead cells one he like said the exact same words and it's just like come on dog like that's basic shit that's like high school level copying someone's paper just like change the words he didn't even yeah. do that like you're an idiot so not only is he a plagiarizer but he's also a lazy one yeah and now he's fired um <laughs> what was interesting in this nintendo direct besides smash uh that was the only thing that's in there <laughs> okay i was like i don't remember anything about this nintendo direct um so <laughs> what, what they, they do it on the 8th i think yeah it was on the 8th and so, they uh showed off a bunch of smash stuff they showed off only smash stuff mm-hmm. um yeah. Uh, so they announced what? A couple new characters. They announced um, the Castlevania uh, characters. Yeah. Yeah. They killed Luigi. Uh, uh, <laughs> they announced uh, Richter, Simon, 
uh, some other Castlevania characters, they announced that you can use your Switch like an iPod. Oh, uh, yeah. To listen to Smash OSTs. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, that, what, every uh, every stage ever from Smash is going to be in Smash Bros. Ultimate. Yeah. So apparently they simply know the definition of the word ultimate. Yeah. Um, oh, I forgot. They also, uh, King K. Rule. They got yeah. yeah but still no waluigi no. um <laughs> wait this is just like a l for the sidekicks because luigi gets killed waluigi's not in smash is this like some kind of illuminati conspiracy to get rid of the sidekicks oh, um they did go into detail a little bit about some of the fighting mechanics um about different uh what do you, was it like your how you receive damage and like how far you get pushed back and things like that yeah I can't think of the word for it right now, but that stuff. They also um, have Dark Samus and Krom from Fire Emblem. Yes. They're, so they're calling those Echo Fighters. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So they're basically just like clones of other characters. They showed off some of the, uh, what are those, the trophy things. The... Man, I don't know about you, but like, they, they, oh yeah, they did show a lot of trophies. Uh, when, when they like announce, like, when they start talking about the music, I'm just like, I don't care that much. Yeah. It, it was just like, we have over 800 songs. It was, it was just like, I don't care. Yeah, I, I, I sure, can't admit. It, it sound, like the music is important for a video game, but mm-hmm. uh, I feel like it's not the most important thing. Well, let's see how much I'm about to out myself as a dweebus. How many times have you ever... Don't? It doesn't even have to be like purchased with actual money, just like even if you torrented it. Um, gone out of your way to nope. like download a game OST. Never. Okay, well, I have done that several times. So, yeah, apparently I'm the dweebus. But um, I feel like, personally, for me, anyway, if you tell me that it has, like, 800 tracks, that's overwhelming, in my opinion. Now, how am I going to ever, like, you know, get familiar with one or a few of the songs? There's so many. How am I going to, like, you know what I'm saying? I was actually talking about something very similar uh, with, uh larry uh thanks for the uh <laughs> thanks for the, the sub <laughs> thanks, for the, <laughs> thanks for the patreon and <laughs> subscribe on patreon and <laughs> and we were talking about how like i was like playing music in the car and he was like oh you gotta be careful when you do that you never know if like video game soundtrack is gonna like blast out playing <laughs> uh, and he was joking he was just like uh what if you're like in bed with a girl and just like some video game music starts playing you get like, oh no i was like yeah i don't think i have any video game music downloaded i think the closest is like video game inspired yeah. bands so like horse the band something like that right um but i don't have any actual osts from video games and he was uh, like got yeah OSTs. i judge people that have <laughs> so i'm their like dweebuses that's right <laughs> what you're saying yeah it's a little donkey just a minor donkey well i can say that there are two reasons that i wouldn't have to worry about that scenario one i get my <laughs> osts separated because they're a compilation and two because i wouldn't be in bed with a girl i have a better chance of that than being in bed with a girl hey um, you might... <laughs> you were in bed with me <laughs> I was gonna say you might have been there with me more recent, more recently, <laughs> and we just stopped the recording there. Yeah, it's like and, and sadness. Do we, do we um, just add ourselves super hard? No. <laughs> As platonic life partners, yeah. I want to tell you, 
Well, in other you, aspects, there's nothing of my wrong life with sleeping fixed. with a man as long as you put a body <laughs> pillow in between yeah. you and him. One man sleeps <laughs> under the cur the under the curtains, under the blanket. <laughs> one sleeps above, and both of you promise to flip boners away from each other in the yeah. morning. <laughs> Don't cross streams. <laughs> oh my god. Well, in uh, other things in my life that need to be fixed, yeah. PUBG. Uh, apparently, the PUBG Corporation, or Blue Hole, I guess. Which one is it? I don't know. Whatever. You know. <laughs> um, whichever one of them decided to do this, uh, started a campaign called Fix PUBG. And it oh, starts man. with the quote, fix the game. This is a phrase that we've been hearing a lot lately. And it's funny that this just started and they're like, a lot lately. It's like, no, I think lately is the wrong way to say all the time. But um, sure. <laughs> so this is a phrase that we've been hearing a lot lately. Bugs, performance problems, and quality of life issues have been limiting PUBG's true potential, and you want it fixed. So we think it's time to do something about it. We'll put a link in the description, but basically they have a little roadmap laid out as to how they're going to quote-unquote fix the game. Well, I um, like the fact that you are still memeing us because the link that you put in the description is the wrong link. Yep, yep. No, yep. I thought you put that there. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know. I, but you gave it to me. You gave me the wrong oh, link. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. when he, he first told me about it, uh, he linked <laughs> it to us, and it was just like, uh, this website does not exist. Uh, yeah. We could not find. And it's just like, oh, cool. So they made a website called Fix PUBG, but then they broke that website. <laughs> I really just honestly thought that that was the case. It was just yeah. like, oh, cool. So their website's broken about fixing the game. Yeah, that wouldn't be surprising. No, it wouldn't be. I would have 100% believed that. <laughs> but I can say uh, Jake and I did take a little field trip back into the lands of Miramar. And, um, it felt smoother. The, yeah, it, they actually have, strangely enough, been making some improvements. Um, apparently they also, I didn't realize this when we played, that uh, I think they dropped a new game. Or, sorry, a new gun in the oh. game. Dude, actually, I was going to tell you that we should have played this weekend because uh, the event mode was, like, flashback or something like that. Hmm. And basically, it, you could only play on um, Erangel? Erangel? Angle. Okay. And it was, like, old school. So, you, like, level three helmets still dropped. It was basically, like, how the game uh, was when it first launched. That's kind of well, cool. Well, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the bad part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, like, with improved, yeah. Yeah. Mechanics. Huh. That's pretty sweet, actually. So, yeah. But I think it was... I think they're... They only last for the weekends, right? So, I don't know. Yeah. It might be. Dang. I don't think I've... I didn't think in the near future I would ever be saying, I wish I played PUBG. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know, right? But... If you, like us, weren't playing and were spectating, you might have seen the accidental leak that Valve did on their Twitch TV competitor for game streaming called Steam.TV. Ugh, sorry. Yeah. Well, the weird part about it is... Okay, uh, let me tell the, talk about the story first before I get angry. Um, ah, okay. So, apparently, Valve is attempt... They've been working on uh, making a streaming platform that was going to be called Steam.TV, and um, apparently at one point they were doing an internal test and it was accidentally made public. Uh, so, of course, now the Steam.TV has been taken down because it wasn't ever supposed to actually be up. But um, essentially, like I said, it's kind of like a competitor for Twitch. 
and uh, now here's the part where I get angry. I don't understand why they care because there's already stream broadcasting and your broadcast can be public so that's like twitch i understand that they're doing the whole rebranding it thing to make it more popular to like make it more known as opposed to a broadcasting that's been usable for a long ass time but yeah. it's just like what do they gain from this like at the end of the day steam is not really like a social networking platform it's kind of just like a, a store so like what do you gain by making someone stay on the on the site longer it's not just gonna sudden like i my argument is if i was watching someone on twitch uh you know sitting at my computer watching someone on twitch they're playing a game and i was like oh man i am interested in buying that game i would open steam and buy the game so if i'm watching them on steam i'm gonna open steam and buy the game so i don't I, I, at first, I thought they were doing this to try and make it so that, oh, you're already on Steam. You can just buy this game. And it's like, but I would have bought it on Steam anyway. Yeah. Because I was on my computer. So I don't, I don't know. know. Trying to innovate, trying to stay stay relevant. I don't know. Yeah. Stay I don't know. They times. need to stop fucking around with this Steam TV shit and do Half Life 3. Um, <laughs> but speaking of games that will never be seen, um, <laughs> Nintendo came around again back on their game? bullshit. That's not a game. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo came back around on their bullshit filing litigation against uh, emulator websites to take down their retro games and a long-standing emulator website known as Emu Paradise announced that they were actually going to be taking down all of their ROMs. Mm. Um, since this happened, I'm not sure if they have stuck with that or not. Um, uh... But at the time, they pretty much said that they were taking all of their ROMs down uh, before the uh, before Nintendo could take legal action against them in order to you know obviously prevent this ahead of time because yeah. of course they would not be able to deal with that like they couldn't afford to go yeah. to court against Nintendo right. so um, but yeah so it, it's kind of sad and interesting because of the fact that um, the Emu Paradise has been up for I want to say like eighteen years now yeah and, since uh, two thousand. Yeah, so effectively, they it's just a, a repository for a bunch of uh, retro game ROMs. And um, I understand... See, the other thing that annoys me about it is it's Nintendo, and it's not the fact that they're trying to protect their intellectual property, because I agree with that. Yeah. The problem is... So, obviously, we have Virtual Console on the 3DS, um, not on the Switch, but they have those like retro games on the Switch, um, the arcade games, but those are not necessarily Nintendo titles. And then, of course, they released the NES Classic and the SNES Classic, but, of course, this is not an all-encompassing nes or snes library so if there's a game that is not on the nes classic or the snes classic and it's not on the virtual console how would i play the game like if you were talking about a game like mario kart uh super mario kart you could nintendo could make the argument we don't want you to torrent it or like download it on emu paradise because you can play it on the snes classic so you should buy that and, yeah. and pay for the game fair enough um I, I can agree with that. But what about a game that's not available to be purchased? It's not like Nintendo is still printing out cartridges. So it's like, how would I play that game? You're not giving me the option to purchase it. And you're also making it so that playing it from someone online is not possible. So it's like, are you just not, you're just not doing the games thing anymore? That's like not your thing. It's like, what do you, what's the point of this? I don't understand. 
unless they plan on dropping Virtual Console and just having every game ever, then I don't see why you would want to stop me from playing it if it's not available to be purchased, you know? I can't tell you. Couldn't tell you. Seems like they're just being dicks. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> they're just, they're just, uh, don't, they don't want... Like, yes, I agree, but also I just I don't think that they they have to like set a precedence with like, well, we don't want you to tr- to play any emulated games because what if you start emulating games that are new? Right. Well, see, that's the other issue. I could see that argument if that I don't know. I feel like that process of like you know emulating a Switch game. I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm pretty sure Switch emulators exist. Um, if not, I know Wii U emulators do exist for sure. I but, I f- <laughs> but I feel like that, because of the fact that it's more recent, is worth paying attention to. Why are you trying to stop me from emulating a game from the 80s? Same thing. <laughs> fucking let someone emulate a game from the 80s, you're going to let someone emulate a game from 2018. Take action where action is available. I guess. It's obviously illegal, so they don't want it to happen. Yeah. Well... See, that's the other issue is the whole ROM thing is in that legal gray area where if you own the cartridge, then it's not illegal to emulate, you know? Right. Obviously, not everyone that emulates owns the cartridge. Fair I own, I every, own every cartridge. Yeah. It's like, Keep obviously, FBI that's not on my door. Just show them my <laughs> fucking cartridge stash. Yeah. I mean, I realize that's not, that's for sure not what everyone does. That's not my argument. But it's like, what if I do have the cartridge and I want the ROM for archival purposes? Now Nintendo is just like, nope, can't have that either. It's like, oh, okay, cool. Thanks, I guess. But oh, if you, you want this, to... Like, uh... If you like this light trigger, wait till we get <laughs> deeper into the episode. <laughs> it's going to get wanna... ugly before it turns good. <laughs> yeah. If you want to flip the bird to Nintendo, I found a super cool website called SNES.Party. I'll put a link in the description. But basically, um, you can create a... I think it's on web... Yeah, it's on WebRTC. And you create a room online in your browser. Uh, someone in the room needs to have a copy of a ROM for the Super Nintendo. You can virtually pop that into the emulator and play online with your uh, friends and it's in real time so you could play super mario kart on snes with four people on the internet and only one of the people needs to have the rom similar to of course if you're playing you know on the actual console only one person needs to have the game for everyone to play it so um yeah it sounds pretty cool i want to try it out yeah yeah it sounds fucking awesome and then uh, now i'm just like wait how many four player snes games do i know of besides mario kart so yeah (laughs) but i can force you into playing um some other old snes games that are two player um (laughs) but talk to me about my girl ruby rose all right well so over on the cw every teen's favorite (laughs) network Mm. uh so they have they've got this series of shows called the arrowverse is what people like to call it it's got Mm. started off with the arrow which is a green arrow and then they had the flash and they got added some other shows. Supergirl got put into there. Uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're adding... They already, it has Black Lightning, I think his name is. But he's not part of the... It's not like the same universe. Black uh, Lightning? I think it's, that's what he's doing. Well, I, okay, I was about to say something that doesn't make any sense. Because I was about to say, did they just like make him up? But I realized they're all made up. But well, did yeah. they make him up recently? <laughs> uh, no, I don't think. Hmm. But uh, well, I mean, the, the show is... is new right but uh, i mean is he an he's an old kid like batwoman is an old character 
let's see, 1977. Oh, wow. Okay. So, hmm. um, but anyways, so they're adding, um, you know, Batwoman probably not as old as you think. So, yeah, I was going to say, um, she might be more recent than, than that she's guy. different than Batgirl. Yeah. Um, so they, they announced that they're, that Batwoman is going to be in the, the next, like, next season's, like, they do a crossover event with all the people kind of coming together, and that's how they're going to introduce Batwoman, and then she's going to have her own show. Uh, I'm talking about it because people are up at arms for dumb reasons. So they picked <laughs> Ruby Rose, if you know who she is. She's from uh, Orange is the New Black, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so in the comics... Um, uh batwoman is jewish and she is also a lesbian and <laughs> people were very mad because or people were up at arms i don't know how very mad so SAWs were raising their fucking fists because yeah. uh they apparently were angry that ruby rose is not gay enough to play a lesbian <laughs> because uh, that's a thing <laughs> because that's a thing okay but Justine over here, thank you, shout out, thanks for the sub, said, okay, but casting Ruby Rose as Batwoman truly is a big fuck you to all the lesbian fans. Like, they don't care about the rep, they just wanted to cast a lesbian to have good press, so they gave it to her, because she's well-known and liked by straight girls. What are you talking about? Yeah, What so are you talking about? At this point, I would say the biggest reason that this kind of, like, whole debacle um, triggers me is, uh, in the comment below that one that's uh quoted in the article by at negative underscore purple on twitter thanks for the sub she writes and says not only does ruby rose not identify as a lesbian because apparently she identifies as gender fluid um but she's not jewish either so it's like hold on is that how this is supposed to go like because the character is jewish and a lesbian they're supposed to just like find someone who is jewish and a lesbian to play this person as opposed to so finding much. someone who is an actress already right so that's what <laughs> that's what I, that pisses me off is when not just in this situation but in other situations where they're like they cast did you see this uh you i don't know if you've heard of this guy jack whitehall Mm. he was he's a british comedian and he got cast i saw he he got cast as like um he got cast in like an upcoming disney uh disney movie and he's like apparently gonna be the first like openly gay character in a disney oh, film yeah something in like, like a in like the show it's like a show he's oh in, a show. Yeah, yeah, yeah or something, something like that I, yeah, yeah yeah i you know we we hear it all last week we uh, read deeply into the stories to be fair though i this was not on the docket yeah but, i was gonna say this was the this was the ad lib yeah but uh he people were like mad because he was cast as a as a gay character but he's not actually gay yeah so i don't know like i don't understand like how that, this is relevant because are we forgetting that at the like core of the uh, i guess the, the core of this entertainment is that the person that is per, like being batwoman or whoever they're not that person they're like right this is all pretend this right. is all it's, make that's all acting is <laughs> you're literally acting you're not actually fucking a superhero like, right so so yes i understand where they're coming from because they'll be like oh well we want more representation in media fair enough but yeah. i don't know a little well, bit more. I, this is Acting like a is damned if you being, do damned you if you don't anyone yeah so well this is like a damned if you do damned if you don't because it was like okay this person the character for that this person's playing is gay the person's not gay so then they're like okay well big a gay person and then now they're just like no now uh, they're not jewish and it's like yeah, wait it's like, what 
I think it's just because <laughs> I think it's a combination of uh, SJW nerds. So mm-hmm. uh, you have on the one hand SJWs that kind of suck in general, and <laughs> you have uh, nerds who arguably suck even more. <laughs> so when you have an SJW nerd, you just have a lot of suck. Yeah, you just have it's, a lot of bad badness. Yeah, it's like uh, so. Like another uh, tweet is like, "I'm disappointed that Ruby Rose was cast as Batwoman, considering it's a complete erasure of Kate Kane's Jewishness." And, and by like, suck, let me tell you what I meant by suck. By suck, <laughs> I, I should have said that they like to complain about like anything. Yeah, and it's like yeah. uh, okay, uh, any and everything. This is like it's so confusing because they're like it's a complete erasure of Kate of Kate Kane, which is the Batwoman's real name. Uh, a complete erasure of Kate Kane's Jewishness. And it's like, I'm going to have to strong disagree with that. Just because Ruby Rose plays the character doesn't make the character not Jewish. I yeah. don't understand. Like, if the character is Jewish in the, in the lore, then I don't understand how Ruby Rose not being Jewish suddenly makes the character not Jewish. Hmm. I mean... Uh, couldn't in in the movie or this is a show right yeah. yeah in the show she could just like say that she's jewish yeah i don't understand i mean especially considering like you said it's acting so first of all she's pretending to be someone and then if we really get down to it batwoman's also not real so like yeah. she's made up so you have someone pretending to be a made-up person it's like relax <laughs> yeah, it's not well. like this is a you know like a, a biographical kind of kind of uh, show where it's like about someone you know i can understand when people are kind of getting their panties in a bunch over like the race thing not mm. necessarily with it someone that's made up but when it's like an actual person right you know like i don't know if we cast zach efron to be like martin luther king jr in a documentary I like that. i can <laughs> i can see why people would just be like uh what because you could have just like pick the person like the person actually existed right but in this case it's like this is just a made-up person so can you just make up uh you know ruby rose just make up being the things that that person is because they're not real plus especially with race versus like religion or sexuality right it's something that is physical whereas not with the other two exactly and also, I mean, I realize that, like, people would probably get offended by this notion. But it's like, if you're talking about the uh, her saying that she's gender fluid uh, and not identifying as uh, a lesbian, I, I know it, this is not necessarily the most uh, politically correct opinion. But, like, could, what would happen if she just lied and was just like, oh, no, I'm a lesbian? Then yeah. would people, like, be okay with it? Because, I mean, like you were just saying, it's not really so much of a, a physical trait so much as it is, like, a, a belief or, like, a... You know, it's not something that's outwardly noticeable. Yeah. Um. So, what would happen if she was just like, oh, no, I am a lesbian? Then would everyone just, like, shut up? I'm very confused. Then they call her a dirty, dirty liar. And they complain about <laughs> but that. But you can't say that you're... You can't say that someone's lying about that because you don't know. It's not like... Like you were just saying, it, because it's not, like, a physical trait... Like, I, you can't be like, oh, this black person just says they're white and that makes them white. It's like, no, that's, no, no. Plus, they probably uh, complained <laughs> about the Jewish thing, too. Yeah, man. 
Yeah. I hate things. So <laughs> let's dig more into this me being triggered. Yes. Um, so it's August. It's about the middle of August right now when we're recording. Actually closer to the end, the, the, the butt end of August. But you know what that means? That means it's phone time. It's that time of year, except for if you're a Samsung fan, because phone time is in March. Um, but for the rest of the manufacturers, usually it's quarter three, quarter four. So we are in the thick of it. And everyone's favorite manufacturer, Motorola, who's been oh, trucking for the long haul, oh, getting uh, sold and bought up by different companies uh, and then just dumped on the side of the road, is showed off what their new smartphone is going to be. And there's a few problems. Um, so if you've been paying attention to any smartphone news that I haven't been talking about on the show, you'll notice that a lot of uh, the announced Android smartphones that are coming out this year are kind of taking the same hint from the bezel-less design of the iPhone 10. Although, in to its credit, the Essential phone had that before the iPhone 10, just with a much smaller little notch, as they call it. Um, but a lot of them look similar in the notch department, if you will. Usually they have a smaller, uh, like less wide notch because they don't have the same camera array that the iPhone 10 has in there, um, but similar premise. And um, the argument that some people are saying is that it's an iPhone 10 lookalike or like it's a ripoff or knockoff or a copy. And it's like, mm, I don't know. Some of them I don't think that because to a degree, there's only so much you can do with the front of a phone. I mean, yeah. it's a glass screen, so it's just like, mm, your, your hands are kind of tied. You can pull the Samsung maneuver and have it wrap on the edges and do the bezel at the top and bottom, but if you wanted to do fully bezel-less, I mean, if you want the camera to be there and not be that uh, that uh, Xiaomi phone, I don't think it was Xiaomi, but whatever, if you don't want it to be that phone where the camera comes out of the top, like retracts and comes out, then uh, you kind of got to go with the notch. Uh, you'll notice that a lot of them have the chin on the Android front that the iPhone 10 does not have because of the expensive manufacturing process of getting rid of the chin. But Motorola just dropped the P30. I'm sorry? No, go ahead. Oh. See the Android 10? Roll that. Uh, iPhone 10, <laughs> did I say that? And uh, so Motorola dropped a new P30, or like at least showed it off. I'm not sure if it's released or not. Um, but they kind of took it a step further with the clone, the iPhone 10 knockoff. And I don't like calling uh, Android phones with a notch uh, an iPhone 10 knockoff, but this one is. Um, if you go ahead and open up that link that I put in the description, you'll see that they took a lot of those design similarities and pretty much made them exactly the same. Um, um, the width, yeah. yeah, the width of the notch is similar despite it not having the same hardware. So that means they could have made the notch smaller. They just like purposely chose not to. Yeah. Um, of course, the stack camera thing is not like, oh, only the iPhone 10. But they did do the stacked camera with the rounded off bezel and put it in the same positioning. Um, it does have a fingerprint scanner, and they put the Motorola logo exactly where the Apple logo would go, and that's where the fingerprint scanner is. And then in the press images, they chose uh, wallpapers for the lock screen that look similar to the wallpapers on the lock screen in the press imagery for the iPhone X. That's the best part. Yeah, so it's like, like I said, I don't, I don't agree with being like, oh, just because it has a notch, it's an iPhone X clone. But this one, it's like, come on. They're really they, trying to get that market of uh, 
oh, I thought I was buying an iPhone. Yeah, on top of the fact that, so I realize this one's maybe a little bit harder of a sell, but uh, stick with me. They released Uh it in three colors. And if you are familiar with paying attention to Motorola's foray into smartphones, as far as physical customization goes on Motorola phones, in my opinion, they've pretty much been the top. Um, They have the most options for not only colors, uh, but materials, changing bezels, changing backs, and all that kind of stuff, uh, that you can have the phone manufactured that way, as opposed to putting a case or a skin on it. And on this one, they released it in three colors, two of which are black and white just like the iPhone 10. And it's like, this is the same Motorola that allowed you to build a phone with a wooden back and not like a case, like if that was the phone. Yeah. And now for some reason they're releasing a glass front and back phone that's black or white. It's like, hmm, that's strange. Mm, yeah. They do have this third color though that I personally think looks outstanding. It's like this uh, gradient purple to blue on the back of it. That should look sweet. Um, But yeah, other than that, unfortunately, it looks like the P30 is kind of just like Motorola kind of knows what they're doing um, as far as (laughs) I shouldn't say they know what they're doing. They know how to sit in that like middle of the market. Uh, So it's not going to be like a flagship. It's not going to be anything ridiculous that's, you know, trying to compete with the, for example, the Galaxy Note 9 that just came out. Um, Usually they make solid hardware. They don't mess around with Android and add extra garbage on top of it, and they sit at a middle-of-the-road price range. So as long as you're not trying to uh, get wild style and, you know, do, I don't know, some kind of crazy stuff on your phone, usually they're pretty pretty solid options. And like I said, the other thing that I uh, liked about them before was the fact that they had so many customization options, and this year it looks like that's not the case. Also, unfortunately, they uh, put the Motorola logo on the front of the phone because it's like, I guess, 2008? Um, I don't know. I strongly disagree with that design decision, but sure. Yeah, I don't like that. (laughs) I I feel like we haven't been putting branding on the front of smartphones for a long time. Yeah, I'm not a... Yeah. Uh, What, are they going to put Verizon right above it? I I remember those days. That was terrible. Yeah, that was awful. Does Samsung do that still? I don't remember. I'd have to look it up. Uh, But I know Samsung used to, but they might have... I don't think they do that anymore. But, um... Uh, in other phone news, with notches and chins, unfortunately, um, there was a leak. And if you are familiar with back back in the day when the iPhone 4 got leaked in the wild, we have a similar scenario going on with the Google Pixel 3 XL. Holy shit, I almost fucked that up so many times. Man, um, these namings, these names. Yeah, <laughs> I really do kind of, well, I guess never mind. I was going to say, I wish they would... Uh, come up with like different names but then i was like well they did the same thing with the nexus line in all fairness and it didn't really bother me then so yeah i don't know i think it's the xl part like that obviously wasn't the nexus line they didn't do the two sizes until the last the last couple but uh i think that's the part that makes it all like a tongue twister but the pixel 3 xl was uh potentially spotted in the wild someone snapped a photograph of uh someone in a oh i thought they were in an airplane they're in a street car because they're not in the united states so get out um, <laughs> don't you have Uber? But, come on <laughs> yeah but unfortunately it's looking like based on that and some other leaks that the pixel 3 xl jesus is uh going to do the same thing hop on the notch trend which again i'm not 
too disappointed about not him. Um, I've never really minded it as long as you in my personal opinion I think you should try and keep it keep it minimal keep it as as tight as you possibly can so like for example with the p30 with that being so wide when there's no reason for it I think it's kind of bad looking and um i'll be honest i do kind of wish that uh some of these android manufacturers would jump on the oled train and uh hop into that expensive manufacturing process that they did on the iphone 10 to get rid of the chin uh, i was under the impression before that that was patented but apparently it's not it's just so expensive that most manufacturers do not want to do it yeah um so yeah, I, I, I don't hate the design of the Pixel 3 XL. I argue, though, you can't do notch and chin. You got to do one or the other. Because I don't know if you remember, I think it was the Xiaomi Mi Mix back, back in the day. Uh, did the bezel-less design. It had a chin, and that's where your camera array was. The camera was in the chin. So when you wanted to take a selfie, you actually would just hold the phone upside down, which sounds stupid, but might not be. I mean, it might not be the worst. How often mm. do you take selfies? <laughs> I don't, but I feel like most people do. I mean, the the whole, like, like uh, the display and everything would turn upside down. Uh-huh. You know, like the... So it wasn't like you were just using your phone upside down. And that yeah, was only no, for no. selfies. Yeah, the, yeah. the earpiece uh, was behind the glass, so you could use it to talk on the phone normally. But wait, what if I was trying to take a selfie of me on the phone? <laughs> you can't do that with a normal phone. Yeah, you can. <laughs> but... Switch apps. I disagree with the uh, the notch and chin design decision. Uh, there is a rendered leak kind of picture of the Pixel 3 not XL, and I think it looks fine. I think it uh, it's kind of taken the hint from the previous one, and uh, kind of wish they managed to change something, but sure. Yeah. Um, I've kind of given up on Google and their hardware after they killed the Nexus line. They got boring. And then, of course, they're going to do the same meme this year like they did last year where uh, Apple released the no headphone jack because courage. And then Google was like, huh, that's dumb. And then next year they release it. So without a headphone jack. So that's probably what they're going to do this year with the notch. Um, the iPhone 10 had the notch and they're going to look, huh, that's dumb. Now ours has one. Hmm. Um, yeah, like I said, I don't hate the notch. It's just more the fact that they're, like, overzealous about it. Um, yeah. In Google software news, uh, Android software news, which is not as bad as Google's hardware, um, apparently there was a update for the Android Messages app that had a dark mode in it, and Google is pulling that update back. Um, there might have been some kind of bug, some kind of issue, some kind of vulnerability. Not sure. Um, they didn't actually give up the details as to why they pulled it back but they did and now your android messages app that had just gotten a dark mode in it for the 3.5 version of the app will now be rolled back and they said that it will be oh wait they didn't say this the the article presumes that it will be back soon i think it's funny that so many people are getting their panties in a bunch about this when you can use third-party messaging apps if you wanted to like theme your uh your messaging application no, yeah. I don't understand. Um, because normies get out re. Yeah, and it's like, and it's Android. Android's open source. You could just change the default messaging app. I don't know. Anyway, um, <laughs> so <laughs> speaking of normies, Samsung, <laughs> <laughs> Samsung is back at it again, trying to dunk on Apple for the whole notch meme. As you remember, we talked about their uh, their haircut ads. Yep, yep. And uh, they recently had a press 
release conference thingy, I'm not sure what it's called, but where they show off new Samsung products. So Samsung showed off that they were releasing a smart speaker, because that's all the rage now, and um, on, they call it the Galaxy Home, and unfortunately, in my opinion, it looks like a barbecue grill, and I'm uh-huh. not sure why they made it look like I this. Don't, I don't know. I don't think it does. Well, I'll be on. Granted, it doesn't give any more validity to it because it is only an opinion. But uh, I wasn't the first person who thought of that. I actually didn't initially think of it. What's with the legs? Yeah, it looks like a charcoal barbecue grill. Yeah. Um, But that, of course, that doesn't necessarily like make it a bad product. I just think it's funny that you know Samsung is just like, oh, look at this. This is dumb, and then they release a barbecue grill speaker. Um, (laughs) But yeah, all the details for the Galaxy Home is what it's called, I believe, uh, have not yet been announced. Of course, if you care about getting the Galaxy Home speaker, you're going to want to stay, keep your ears to the tech streets, and um, find out when that releases. Not really sure why you would want that considering how many other smart home speaker craps exist right now um apparently the only thing that it could bring to the table would be bixby but as far as i uh, understand bixby is not too well liked uh in comparison to like alexa or google assistant so yeah i guess if you i don't know hate yourself and like having small barbecue grill like speakers that'll be the one for you (laughs) um Let's talk about our boy. Everyone's uh, favorite boy. Everyone's favorite boy. Yeah. So, unfortunately, we did have... Uh, we lost one of the good ones. Lost one of the greats. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Aretha oh, Franklin. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, yes. not, okay. not coffee. No, <laughs> okay. Sorry. That was a bad segue. Oof, um, okay. We lost one of the greats recently. Aretha Franklin. Makes you rest in peace. Thanks for the sub. Um, passed away uh, at the age of i can't scroll through this article fast enough. <laughs> 81 um, nope 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 yep. nope nope I almost nope, got nope, mean nope, by that nope, too nope, nope, um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah but she was aretha franklin and uh, so she i mean i feel like you relatively know how 76. old she was there we go someone doing the research and um we are now to the bill cosby part Every, everyone's favorite boy bill cosby takes to twitter to um go ahead and give a shout out to Aretha Franklin and writing in a tweet says, Aretha Franklin, I want to thank her for her wonderful voice singing the theme song of A Different World. She made a big, strong, positive impact on that series. And of course, because it's 2018 and you're not a valid person unless you're angry at something, people took to Twitter to rage at Cosby, who was of course recently convicted, like fully gone through. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Over on three accounts of uh, aggregated sexual assault. And he's currently out on bond, waiting sentencing. So some people took to the Twitterverse to uh, write such things as, aren't you supposed to be in jail, question mark? Um, comedian, if I would use that word, Kathy yeah. Griffin <laughs> if tweeted, yeah, when are you reporting to prison, question mark? And uh, one follower went as far as um, to change the title of the uh, R-E-S-P-E-C-T song to R-A-P-E-D in reference to Cosby, which Oof. I think is weird. Not that particular tweet. I just think the whole thing is weird because so he obviously did the, the sexual assaults. Yeah. <laughs> he did those. Um, yeah, that he is convicted. Uh, so he's now awaiting sentencing. His tweet didn't really have anything to do with that at all. 
Um, and also, it wasn't like a bad tweet. It wasn't like he was, you know, I'm not saying it, it would be acceptable if he did do this, but it wasn't like he was like, man, Aretha Franklin hated her the whole time. You know, like so yeah. if he was like being angry or like kind of like stoking the fire, just like being a troll. But uh, at the end of the day, it was kind of just like a he didn't really ask a question. He didn't ask anyone anything. He kind of just was saying, you know, uh, he wanted to thank Aretha Franklin and like how she made an impact. And that's it. And then yeah. I guess you can't do good things if you've been convicted of sexual assault. I guess you can't have opinions anymore because people get mad at you. And apparently yeah. he wasn't gay enough. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You knew who else wasn't gay enough. Fox News. Yeah. Fox. <laughs> oh, man. I love this story. Yes. Fox News. So while we're on the topic of Aretha Franklin. Uh, Fox News goofed it super hard because they were trying to do a triplet tribute to her, but they accidentally used a picture of Patti LaBelle. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they got their their black, yeah, black singers, women mixed up. yeah, black, black singers confused. Yeah. Um, and they saw a picture of uh, a black lady singing, and they said, "That's good enough." Yeah. Apparently, uh, whoever did the uh, the work on making this video I think it was uh, hold on I'm trying to look up the name uh, his last name is like Musin I think called out oh um, man <laughs> um, apparently whoever wrote the article slash worked on the video will good to hear thing. he's getting a new job already though. yeah <laughs> well yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, whoever worked on this apparently just googled for Aretha Franklin which fair enough if you're trying to find images fair enough but um, apparently the image that they found was an image of Patti LaBelle, but Aretha Franklin had performed at whatever that event was mm. at, that, at that time. So obviously she was not the one on the stage, but, you know, she was one of the people who performed and they just didn't take their time to look at. That's why the image came up and they didn't just take their time yeah. to look at who the person was. Uh, even more uncomfortably, as far as I understand, uh, Aretha Franklin and Patti LaBelle do not like one another. So <laughs> ah, I didn't know that. Yeah, so that makes it even more uncomfortable. And yeah. the funny part is it's just like, just when you thought things were on the up and up with Fox News, it's like we've been trying to cut you some breaks on the racism mm. thing. They've been doing some, they've been on the up and up. They've been disagreeing with some stuff that you wouldn't expect them to disagree with. And we're trying to, you know, let them, let them get a pass and then they pull this. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. So... <sighs> Speaking of Apple News that we were talking about earlier, pretend this were together. Um, <laughs> <laughs> apparently, pretend these articles were together. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> apparently, some crazy Aussie teen who was who is sixteen, which is uh, oh young, uh, <laughs> figured out how to breach the network of Apple, and yes, that Apple, Apple computers. Um, apparently, he broke into their systems. Over a long span of time, I think what? it was around like ninety. What was he days. doing? Um, just taking stuff. Huh. <laughs> just taking stuff. Uh, he broke into their. He found like a security flaw. He broke into their mainframe. Oh, it says multi- uh, over the course of a year, not ninety days. My bad. Uh, so he broke into their mainframe multiple times over the course of a year. He downloaded around ninety gigabytes of files. 
Um, Apple has said in a statement that no user data was compromised in the attacks, but the funnier part is the fact that yes. when they seized yes. this boy's computer and phone and all this other stuff, uh, they found a folder on his laptop <laughs> where the Apple files were contained that he downloaded, and the folder was labeled Hacky Hack Hack. <laughs> and so unfortunately for Apple, their mainframe was compromised over the span of a year by a 16-year-old who is not even smart enough to hide the things that he stole from you, not in a folder called Hacky Hack Hack. That's like you could have meant anything. That's the equivalent of keeping your porn in a folder labeled not nude women. Yeah. It's just like, what are you uh, doing? Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, apparently, unfortunately... Uh, I think the kid got arrested or something yeah, like that, he's, which kind of sucks. <laughs> got to go to court, yeah. Yeah, that kind of blows, because I feel like in a situation like that, they should be paying more attention to the fact that he was able to find this vulnerability, and he's 16. But uh, yeah. I guess that's just how Apple do. Um, that Apple do. Yeah, speaking of other big companies that are bad. Um, so <laughs> I like Netflix, but I think as far as like user experience goes, they're terrible. Um, yeah. But Netflix deleted all of their user reviews from their website, citing that they were not being used very much. <laughs> and uh, the interesting part about that is Netflix is the reason that they were not being used very much. Yeah. Because they took away the ability to write reviews for things in the app and on the, you know, like Chromecast, uh, you know, all that stuff, the TV stuff. You basically could only do it if you were on your actual computer, like watching Netflix in the browser. And yeah. who does that? So, um, I do it sometimes. I mean,. No, I was going to say I do too, but no. I would be lying. Um, <laughs> that already pissed me off when they got rid of that the, the first time. I remember that was like, I don't know, like a couple years ago maybe? It was either yeah. last summer or summer before last, um, where they got rid of the ability to write reviews. And uh, then they just switched it to a thumbs up, thumbs down, and that was garbage. And now they're just like, oh, no reviews at all. Cool. Which I, I, mean, I didn't mind the uh, thumbs up, thumbs, up, thumbs down as, that much. I hated the thumbs up, thumbs down. I hated anything except for full reviews. Um, mm -hmm. And the re only reason that I would say that this is a better, this is better, is because I think the thumbs up, thumbs down was trash. So it's uh -huh. like, I would, I guess I'm of the opinion that they should go all or nothing. It needs to be like written plus star rating or just nothing. Because yeah. the up the what is this Facebook? How many likes does this this movie have? Like no, that's bad. Well, I think what they do is don't they like they uh like compare it to like so if you watch this and you thumbed it up, then mm -hmm. that's sort of like they get a, a recommendations from compared to other people. Yes, but people manipulate that. Uh, so I feel like it's if if well people were already the reason they changed it was because people were manipulating the star reviews, right? But when you had the star reviews plus the words, you could scroll through those and you know like okay, let's say there's this movie I'm about to watch because sometimes I have on Netflix and honestly just look for a bad movie to watch. So let's say I'm about to watch this movie and uh, I don't know I've heard things about it that it's a bad movie and Netflix on the rating it says that it's four out of five stars. So I'm like hmm that's weird. I hop into the reviews and I can scroll down and read, you know, person that wrote, it's cool, four stars. I loved it. Five, you know, like I can read these and like, oh, okay, so these people aren't, this is not serious. So this movie is potentially bad. Or the other way around, you know, 
good movie. It's got one out of five stars. Why? Hop in the reviews and people are just like, I don't like this guy because he did this thing. It's like, oh, okay, so this is not an opinion on the movie. Got it. But with the thumbs up and thumbs down, you don't have that that accountability to know that people were just trolling. So like someone could go through and pick a terrible movie and just a whole bunch of people uh, thumbs up it. And, you know, on my recommended now, it's just like, oh, you might like this movie. And then I watch it and then I hate myself more than I already did. So, well, that's not possible. But I'm going to argue, I'm going to argue the opposite. Who actually reads or read Netflix reviews? Okay, so is this going to be the second or the third time that I dunk myself during this episode? <laughs> I mean, besides you. <laughs> Tweet us. Tell us, do you read Netflix reviews? Did you? Yeah. Well, did you? Not only did I used to read them, I used to write them. Um, I, well, I know that I feel like you're mostly mad about it because you are the review guy. <laughs> you are review king. You uh, get free things on Amazon because of how many reviews you've written. I, I didn't write too too many reviews on Netflix to be honest, but I did like the ability to, you know, if I was going into a movie with preconceived notions, be able to read other people's reviews. Um, I also liked, frankly, part of it was just entertaining because of how many, like, Facebook moms put their kids in front of the TV to watch Netflix, so, like, Thomas the Tank Engine is fucking outrageously five stars, uh, uh and then reading those reviews, I liked those, but, oh my gosh. it's a sad day in the history of Netflix, but speaking of good movies, um, <laughs> some fanboy, I'm not sure, uh, he goes by the name of Asher, uh, took the time to write <laughs> a 90-page script for a Waluigi movie. And I am here hero. for it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm here for it. I have not read all of it, but spoiler alert, I will. Oh. Um, <laughs> if you would no. like to read this or download this on Scribe, no. there will be a link in the description. <laughs> no! <laughs> I'm going to read this. I need this. Bullet Bill, I love to drink until I black out. Yoshi, he does. Stop! <laughs> Apparently it gets pretty dark at some points, but don't no spoilers. <laughs> Hello, Waluigi. There's a shadowy female figure there, too. <laughs> Waluigi walks towards it. Hello. Hello, Waluigi. Please stop! <laughs> I Hello, Waluigi. Hello, Waluigi. Oh, man, if there weren't so many games that I was going to play tonight, I might read this tonight. I honestly no. might still read this tonight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're posting a Craigslist ad looking for a new host of the podcast. <laughs> this is an open casting call. Yeah. Uh, did uh, you see the Will Smith thing, speaking of movie people? Uh, I just saw it. Okay. Just, Were just you triggered? <laughs> um, I think it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I was triggered. Um, so basically, apparently, uh, because this is just what you do when you're Will Smith, <laughs> for his 50th birthday he was challenged to bungee jump from a helicopter over the grand canyon um to be honest i'm not sure how all of these things came together <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know your boy not backing down said that he's going to do it so apparently some people who are not very smart were concerned that Will Smith might die because he's going to hit the bottom of the length of the bungee cord, causing him to bounce back up into the propellers of the helicopter. Which, frankly, in this whole ridiculous scenario, is the least of his worries, in my opinion. 
but um, I think it's strange that so many people were concerned about this, considering, of course, it would just be an example of one of your most fundamental laws of physics, the conservation of energy. So, of course, if you've, I don't know, been alive for more than two days, you know that dropping something from that height, or from whatever height, and allowing it to bounce back, it will not return to the exact same height, and it definitely would not be able to bounce higher than its original start point unless there was another force added to it. So it's not possible for him to die from the helicopter. Um, Yo, is this dying from being 50 and jumping into a Grand Canyon and having a heart attack is possible. <laughs> uh, also... Uh, he, there is a uh, O-Maze going on right now uh-huh. where if you enter, you could have the possibility of winning a chance to hang out with Will Smith, Smith and his family to celebrate his 50th birthday and huh. a successful heli bungee jump. Yeah. Strike a pose for Will for a birthday photo. FaceTime a very lucky friend while you hang out with Will. <laughs> I'm like, what? Hello? I... I'm, I'm torn because a part of me is just like, I would like to do that. And then a part of me is just like, but it sounds really awkward. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't have any uh, doubt that like him being himself, he uh, is really personable. So he can probably make it not awkward. But at the end of the day, it's just like, hello, random person that I've never met before who is going to hang out with my family and friends on my 50th birthday. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're the person who's just like, hello, actor who I've never met before, who is now meeting all of your family and friends yeah. <laughs> at one time. It's like, that sounds uncomfortable. Well, let's get into some goose and some gaffs. No! (laughs) Uh, This is possibly one of my favorite stories that we may have covered, like, this year. I love this so much. (laughs) This fertility apps? Tell me, tell me, hit me with this. Oh, man. So, uh, if you've been paying attention to the app scene, you've probably heard of a fertility app called Natural Cycles. And, uh, effectively, this app without getting into the nitty-gritty, um, goes, oh, I was about to say the words basal thermometer after saying <laughs> not getting into the nitty-gritty, so I'm going to have to reanalyze that. But um, it comes paired with a basal thermometer that, uh, of course, interacts with the app and is apparently supposed to be able to use your temperature as, as the... Uh, the female in the situation not the male um to kind of base this on understanding one's menstrual cycle as well as cycle of ovulation so that would be able to help you purposely get pregnant or purposely not get pregnant of course um but apparently some people were dumb enough to think that this was like foolproof i guess yeah Um, i can i mean if you check out their website they do go into explaining the science behind it and of course there is actually legitimate science behind this but it's not like so standardized you have to remember that like every person is different and at the end of the day it's an app (laughs) do you really trust an app i mean this is this is legitimately teetering on levels of like taking an online pregnancy test this is online pregnancy test. yeah <laughs> it's just like it, uh, this is it like a hufflepuff hmm, yeah weird. it's like it is an app still but anyway so on august 10th um like oh man i was about to dunk them i'm gonna pull back on that one they want to get too political uh, okay the, the fda uh no one expected this approved um this <laughs> this app of course paired with the basal thermometer and uh so this is now a officially approved 
fertility application by the FDA. But of course, there's problems. Um, earlier this year, a hospital in Stockholm reported that 37 out of 668 women who sought to have an abortion over a four-month period uh, were using the app and mm. believed it. I can't and... believe that there's people out there who were using this because, like, I like this. This article specifically says that people were were using it to like um, to have unprotected sex. Yes, that's what it's, I'm saying. It, it specifically like... says. Yeah, I don't think I don't think that the natural cycles like advertise that but like this article the the next web says if the app shows green you can have unprotected sex if it's red you should only have you should use protection unless you're trying for a baby and it's just like that's not how that works yeah it's like because you're not fertile doesn't mean that is a hundred percent exactly and it's just like i can understand not only that i did a deep dive according to planned parenthood (laughs) it's only 76 to 88 percent effective yeah i was gonna say even if you like so there is some you know some science behind what they're talking about but it's not it's not so cut and dry it's not so black or white or i guess red or green in this scenario where you can just be like oh yeah well this app on my phone told it's like just sit here look at yourself in the mirror and think this like say this out loud and look at your face that yeah. you're saying this app on my phone told me that I can have unprotected sex and will not get pregnant. And uh, then come back to me and tell me how you feel about your life. <laughs> and yeah. because the United States, this is officially approved by the FDA. Loving it. It's a good time. It's good stuff. Oh, man. I was about to have a bad segue. Give me a segue. I don't know what this is about, to be completely honest. No, the Melissa Howard thing. I was just being triggered by the other thing. Uh, Uh, okay (laughs) to give you a peek behind the kimono i have in the show notes after this article people who are actually this dumb are allowed outside and walk among us (laughs) (laughs) i thought that was in reference to something that you wanted to talk about no no well if you wanted to meet the woman behind that app or someone who probably is as dumb no yeah (laughs) uh then let us introduce you to melissa howard so she was running for the state legislature in florida Mm -hmm. and uh she 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 said that she uh, had a degree a bachelor's in science from uh Ohio, what is it, Miami, University yeah. of Miami in Ohio. Which is not the fake part. Which is not the fake part. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, she said that she has a deg- she had a degree, a bachelor's from that university. Um, and it turns out she was lying. Now, that's not the crazy part. Yeah. The so, crazy part it, well, is that... It, for that first part, just a small, tiny news publication that was, like, local to Florida kind of called her out and was like, yeah, that's not true. But at the yeah. end of the day, it was kind of just, like, a small local publication, not, you know, nothing giant. Um, yeah. Called her out and was like, that's not true. And um, I feel like if you're in that position as her, at that point, with it being a small publication, I think you should just let it go. Just, like, pretend yeah. they're not talking. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not what she did. What did she do? Nope. So what she did instead was she, so she gets called out, uh, she gets called out for lying, and they say that you don't have a degree from there. So mm. what does she do? She fakes and makes a fake um, diploma, takes a picture with it, and yep. posts it on the internet to prove that she does have a degree from University of Miami in Ohio. Yes. I love that name, <laughs> Miami, yeah. Miami University. Uh, so and just like our boy... Yeah, Philip that's what I was going to say. <laughs> Yo, 
the the internet detectives they just zoomed in and enhanced yeah uh and they found some discrepancies about that diploma that she posed with uh discrepancies including the fact that it was fake yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh the weird part about it is, so she posts this picture with the fake diploma, which she also has her mom in the photograph of, which yeah. I'm not sure what that's supposed to mean, but sure. I don't, and the other thing is, it's like, was her mom in on this or not? Yeah. Or did her mom like, she was like, yeah, pose with my diploma. And like her mom thinks it's real too. And then she's like double dunking. But anyway, uh. um, so I don't know how you go. I guess maybe you just use some word art or something, but she goes about, she goes about, uh, making a fake diploma that she then did frame and uh, poses in the photograph and in the diploma or, or sorry on the diploma she made mistakes such as saying that she has a degree in something that the university does not offer Nailed um it. Oh, yeah also having the forged signature of someone who would not be the president of that school or sorry, yeah. sorry the dean of that particular school that she would have graduated from um so yeah and uh just like our boy philip Mewson, she basically says oh it's true look for it and self-dunked <laughs> so it turns out they called the school uh she did go to the school but she didn't graduate so there's right. there's where the lie began you know yeah. all lies or some lies they all they start off as half truce yeah and my favorite part is so at first she said that she made a terrible error in judgment and that she was going to like be better going on or sorry going forward and then eventually uh said that she was going to withdraw from the race of course but in a public statement that she talked about the event in she said that it was not my intent to deceive or mislead anyone and it's like that's exactly what your intent was when you photographed yourself with a fake diploma and put it on facebook (laughs) yeah yeah i also like i hadn't seen this and it's been since taken down but on her campaign website bio it said she was the first in her family to attend college which technically that is not a lie yeah, she, did attend, <laughs> she did attend college she did attend college yeah and then uh i also like that uh, another quote from her little media post about this said uh, i made a mistake in saying that i completed my degree i don't think it's a mistake when you make a fake diploma yeah Yeah. and take a picture with it diploma yeah it's like that doesn't count as a mistake uh but sure i guess so it's like (laughs) i was about to say a mean florida thing but i'm not going to (laughs) um i was gonna say just proving that people in florida no um oh no But no, uh, just proving further that Melissa Howard in particular, not just the people of Florida, thanks for all you Florida listeners out there, uh, uh, Melissa Howard has a like grasp on the English language, just a fundamental misunderstanding of the definitions of all of the words in it. She just doesn't <laughs> know what anything means, because it's like the things that you're saying are the opposite of what's actually happening. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's our little catch up in all the people who dunk themselves and me being angry Uh. (laughs) if you like to listen to me be angry some more uh we do have an episode coming up but if you can't wait you can find more episodes of me being angry at last week on the internet is that your second is that our sister podcast? yeah that's his <laughs> side project regi- yeah register the domain fonsbeingangry.com <laughs> and it just goes to our podcast um <laughs> Um, you can find more episodes of our podcast on last week on the internet. It's available. <laughs> <laughs>
as well as Google Play, iTunes, CastBox, SoundCloud, and wherever fine podcasts are sold. Uh, if you got a minute, go ahead and hop on one of those services and leave us a rating, a review, like, comment, subscribe. Follow us on the old Twitters. We're at Last Week Podcast. We track the hashtag LWOTI. If you want to be angry with me, you can tweet me at hobby underscore grade on Twitter, and I track the hashtag front roll. Um, we do have a Patreon if you want to support my anger. And, um, <laughs> I always fis- support your yeah, make fiscal fiscally irresponsible decisions. You can find that at lastweekontheinternet.com slash Patreon. Uh, we want to give a huge shout out to our current anger supporters, Brandon and Lawrence, holding it down for the last week nation, holding making me able to vent my problems to you guys on the internet instead <laughs> of paying for therapy. <laughs> um, <laughs> you get us through this. Yeah. Thank you. We uh, have an email address. Uh, don't email us. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's last week on the internet at gmail.com and um yeah i think that's all of our social we have a top now oh uh, no that's an old meme <laughs> yeah that's oh, all I'm of our social or all of our social medias um this has been episode what 80, 80 getting up there of last week on the internet and we will catch you next week <laughs>